Hi again, everyone. Thanks for checking out LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Job Search Guide, where we look to help you in a number of ways to find that dream job of yours. Today, we're discussing some mistakes that job seekers often make, and it causes them really to lose their motivation, their energy. And of course, we don't want that to happen. So we're bringing on an expert to talk about some ways to avoid that. Her name is Clara Chorley. She's the founder and CEO of Clarity Unlimited. Clara, thank you very much for coming on the show today. My pleasure, Tim. Thank you. Well, we're looking to help out job seekers out there. And really, it could be anybody. They could have a position. They might not truly be looking right now, but uh, you never know. Something could pop up or they might have an interest. I want to start off, though, by asking you, based on your experience, your perspectives, do you find that it's easier or harder for job seekers nowadays to get that job, say, compared to 10, 15 years ago? In some ways, it's easier because there are so many more options available to us. I mean, when I was going through school and sitting talking with my career counselor in school, the jobs that were open to me were classic, you know, doctor, lawyer, administrative assistant, secretary, mm-hmm. maybe there'd be a teacher. You know, there were very sort of set jobs that were available. Nobody really thought outside of that. And I think now, especially with the, the internet, there's, a, there's so many other options. People can be entrepreneurs for anything, especially in America. It's huge. So in, in that way, it's easier sure. and because there are more possibilities and therefore it also makes it harder because there are so many possibilities. Obviously, everyone's going to have their own situation, but you see it as a sort of a pro and con to the technology and to the amount of available jobs that are out there. Yes, I do. I also think that the way that people look for jobs actually makes it hard no matter what era you grew up in. Hmm. Because what most people are doing and have done historically is look outside of themselves at the options and look at job descriptions and, you know, they go online or they've in the past, you know, talked to a friend or looked in the newspaper and look at that job description and they go, can I fit that job description? And there's a lot of this sort of outside in approach to job hunting. And I reverse that. I think the first place we have to start is who am I, what do I want, right? Which is massive, massive questions. But I actually designed a process called the matrix, the clarity matrix. And it helps people actually go, oh, well, here's things that I've enjoyed. And, oh, here's the kind of people that I want to work with. And here's the values of the organization I want to work with. Mm-hmm. And here are some of the benefits that I need. I don't want to commute an hour and a half. That would destroy the, the well-being of my life, you know. <laughs> I need that environment. This is the pace that I need. So I help people look at a much more holistic picture of what they want. And then you go out and find it. It's very, very difficult to try and find it if you fit to what you're finding versus sit with yourself or with a coach and figure out what that picture is and then go look for it. You bring up a good point there in talking about individuals looking at a job description, trying to find usually just that skill match, uh, you know, or if they have the experience in an area. But you touched on there the idea of values. What does that matter in terms of personal values and finding the right job? I mean, how can you put into words how that plays a role? Because so many times, I mean, we don't really hear that often. It's all about skills and experience. Yeah, it's, it's really forgotten about. And yet one of the biggest reasons people leave jobs is because they can't stand their boss. They're feeling disempowered. They don't like their coworkers. They're mm-hmm. not getting along with people. Or they don't even agree with some of the decisions that the organization that they're working for is making. But they feel trapped and disempowered and, you know, well, I'm making this good money, so I can't leave. Or I don't know where to go to, so I can't leave. Or nobody will want to hire me, so I can't leave, you know. And it's unfortunate because I think when people start new jobs, they're typically pretty excited or relieved. (laughs) (laughs) But usually they're feeling a lot of confidence. And when you stay in something, whether it's a job or a relationship or anything really, 
it doesn't where you, you've got this sort of mismatch with your own value system going on. Either you have to leave to hold on to your own level of confidence and belief and excitement, or you're going to start adapting to the relationship value or the organization value. So what that means is the longer you're in a job with an organization or people that you can't stand, the less you believe in yourself and you, you, know, you start to lose some confidence over time. And then it gets harder to leave. Hmm. I think it's vital. It's really vital. It doesn't have to be ideal, but there are usually you know, three or four core, core, core values that people need in order for them to, to do their best work. Along those same lines, you talk about maybe losing yourself or losing that confidence. We often hear the idea of people being overworked, overwhelmed. When it comes to that, are there signs people can look for to see they're losing those values or that they're just completely stressed and completely overworked, overwhelmed? What could people look for so that they don't get stuck or they realize, I need to get out of here? Some of the big things, Tim, are the first time you want to say something and stand up for yourself and you pull, you pull it back or you don't say it. Hmm. Interesting. It's those places where there's, there's a conversation that wants to happen, you know, whether it's a boundary with your boss or or a question making of your coworker, or you're taking on a project that you know you should not be taking on. Sure. Those places of, oh, I should say something or do this an action step for me to take here. Oh, and then fear comes up and then I stop. And even earlier than that, I mean, that's once you're in the job. So the sure. conversations are a huge place. But even before you get in the job, I can't tell you how many people I've worked with who they just knew. They knew on a gut level that it was wrong. Hmm. It was the wrong decision. They knew that way early on, even before going into it. Right. The signs are internal. Are you getting more annoyed with your partner or your husband or your wife or your kids? Are you finding yourself eating more or drinking more? Are you wanting to go out less? Are you just craving that two-week holiday in Barbados every year? I mean, <laughs> well, Hawaii would be the equivalent here. <laughs> you know, are you, are you, how do you feel when you get up in the morning? I mean, these are the signs. And sometimes they creep in so slowly. It's, it's, it's easy to sort of suddenly wake up one day and go, my God, what just happened? Sure. And the biggest thing here, the biggest, biggest thing here, Tim, is to get support, get help. It's really hard to dig ourselves out of our own holes. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to be objective in our own emotional situations. And getting help, it can be frightening and it can be an investment in yourself. But getting help from somebody, talk to a friend, talk to a colleague, hire a coach, go find some free, free career services if you can, but just start putting energy into changing things. Sure. There's two big keys with finding job work that you love. One is identifying what it is, and two is believing you can have it. And that's like those are the areas I specialize in. I help people get clear, and then I help them actually believe they can have what they've just got clear about. And then the rest is pretty easy. One thing I noticed that seemed to be a theme, uh, some of the documentation that you have on your website and some other things I had seen as well, was the idea of energy or inspiration or motivations, kind of that idea of really just being able to push forward and have that excitement. Is there a way you can help people find that, bring that out in themselves where, especially as you said, that energy part where if you're a job seeker and you've been looking for a while and you just feel beaten, I can see that's a, a difficult place to get out of. Do you have any insight into how people can at least start that process of finding the energy? Yeah, that's just an important question. I mean, that's sort of, is they stop doing the things that they love. They stop doing the things that they care about. They start cocooning and you know, doing the drinking and the eating and the smoking and the whatever else, right? the hiding, going on the internet, doing all of that. So one of the most important places to, to get to start getting energy going again is to start doing things that you really love. If you love to dance and you haven't done it, go out and dance. Hmm. If you love to paint, paint. 
if you love to have a date with your partner, go on a date, do something really fun, have an experience. If you love to travel, take a road trip for a weekend. Like find a way to, if you like to laugh, get on the computer and watch something funny. You know, or go, or go to a funny movie. I mean, even 10 minutes of laughter can just change you out of that state of yuck that, you, that you're in. Sure. Organize a party, have some friends come over. These are little things. Like, what are the things that you used to love to do? What, where Where's the, the things that used to bring you to life and bring a spark back in? And go do some of those. Really, really it's hard to do because we can really get stuck in, in you know, d- down energies. Like, oh, all you want to do is be on your bed or in your couch, you know? Mm-hmm. So it can be a very difficult thing to do. But call a friend, get out, go do something, go for a walk even, breathe, meditate. All these things start to start to shift energy. Have some fun. Um, sure. Yeah. And I, and you're right. I think people do forget about that. And as you said earlier, they kind of get in this hole that they've dug and it's hard to get out of. And I think that's a great perspective to have that, uh, you know, focus on something else, focus on what you love. I think that's a great way to look at it. If we look at some of the practical side of, you know, looking for a job, trying to find that right fit for you. Networking, of course, it always comes up as being vital to finding that right job, especially as you talked about not necessarily finding the job description that you fit, but being able to find something that internally really works for you. What's your insight, your your advice really on networking and, and making those connections and really utilizing those resources you might have out there? Okay, so with this approach as well, I think it, it's really helpful to start broad and then work narrow. So what I mean by that is, First, you figure out what you want, the type of organization, the type of people, the type of, you know, the values we talked about. And right. it's done the work you want to do in distance not. So first, know that. Then you go and identify 10 organizations that seem to embody those values. And in the beginning, it actually doesn't matter where they're located. Just start to look and find organizations that, that get you excited. I mean, it could be in Timbuktu and you live in San Francisco, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've got to start, your brain needs to know they're out there. And then from there, you start looking at, you start narrowing it down. You start looking for people who might work there or organizations that are more local that are also embodying those values. Like, oh, okay, I'm starting to see a theme here. These are the things that are important to me. These companies all have an approach towards taking care of children. So I'm going to look locally and I'm going to look for organizations that love to take care of children in some form. And then you start looking out to your network, which might be people on Facebook or LinkedIn, or if you've got some form of database that you're, um, if you're a business owner, and you start seeing who knows who, who's connected with who, who might, who might know somebody who works within these organizations. Right. And you start to develop relationships. And then while you're looking at those organizations, then you start pulling out job descriptions. And then that's a whole other thing because you've got to make sure you're going for the right job description. But you target organizations first and then see who you know within them. And then when you're going to networking events, and Tim, I have to say, you know, there's, if I was going to overly simplify the population, we've got extroverts and we've got introverts. And introverts find it really difficult to get out and go to networking events three times a week. And an extrovert might really enjoy that. Sure. If you're an extrovert, go out and do that. And if you're an introvert, maybe try and go to one or two and have a strategy for it where you just say, okay, I'm just going to go for one event this week and I'm going to find one person who's a useful connection to me. And if you're an extrovert, you know, go connect with 45 people and enjoy yourself. But so it does matter that you, that you design it around your own personality style. Right. That's a really important piece of it. Oh, and the other thing is, like, get a CRM, get a, some kind of database where you can put names in okay. and follow up with people. So when you've had a conversation with somebody and they say, nothing for now, the question that you follow that with is, when would be a good time for me to follow up with you? Hmm. 
and they'll tell you. And then you put that in the calendar and then you put it or in your management system and then you follow up. You put a reminder for yourself and you follow up. Yeah, from the suggestions that you have, it sounds like a lot of the people we end up talking with and have conversations with, maybe they don't have it as organized in this way. Maybe they kind of fly by the sea of their pants. Do you see that as being sort of a an issue among job seekers that they don't put the time and real detailed energy into what they're trying to accomplish? Yeah, they're either like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what'll stick. Sure. So there's a hunger of, oh, I've just got to find a job description. If I just find job descriptions, then eventually I'll get hired. And I always say like, you know, there's nothing worse than being rejected from a job that you didn't want. Hmm. Like, there's nothing worse than that. It right. feels horrible for people. So there is a lack of organization. There is a lack of structure and process. So there is this sort of smattering around. But there's also, there's really a major lack of focus. You know, there's a, so many people who don't know what they're going for. They don't really know what organizations, even the size of the organization that would work for them. Right. They don't know the questions to ask themselves to get clear about what to even focus on. And the more you can focus it, what happens is you end up submitting 25 cover letters, none of which you care a hoot about. They become generic applications. You hope that they're all done generically online, so you actually don't have to put any effort and write any words because you don't really know if it's the job that you want anyway. That's what happens. And then people wonder why they don't get responses. Versus you find, and there's a ton of career people out there who are saying, it's a numbers game. You just keep putting it out there and eventually something will hit. And I fundamentally disagree. It's an energy game. So the opposite of that, which is what I believe in and have seen work, is you have five organizations or five applications, and you are excited about them. You feel really good about them. You can genuinely put in your resume, you can customize it genuinely, and in your cover letter, you're really conveying some of that. I really want to work for this organization. Mm -hmm. So the organizing and the structuring can actually get you to a place when you do actually submit a job, submit an application. But it's a genuine, you're genuinely submitting it, which increases your chances of getting an interview massively and probably triples your chance of actually getting a job. So that's the, it, it's not about how many, it's not quantity, it's quality with this, with this game. It really is. And sometimes it can take a little bit more time up front to get clear and then to get confident that you can have it. And then things move a lot faster. Sure. Moving through that urgency can be, can be a little bit challenging. Clara, I think you've given us some really nice insights some practical advice as well. And I hope the listeners can pick up on the energy and the passion you have for this subject. It definitely is clear to me. And I think that does mean a lot. And it, it really does speak to what you're preaching about. And I hope, again, the listeners can appreciate and relate to that. As we look to wrap up the show here, I wanted to give you the floor at the end just to give our listeners a takeaway from this conversation, something you'd want to leave them with, either to emphasize an area we talked about or to bring up one last item before we left. I think the one, the one last thought is, or two last thoughts. Firstly, your life is really precious and your relationships and the quality of those are really precious and important. And like, if you're really unhappy in your job, don't, don't put it off. Don't, don't sit around. Like, do something. You can have it. If you think you can do better, you can do better. If you want something different, it's out there. And the second thing is, check out my website because there's, there's a program coming up on there that's going to help a lot of people with these steps. It's going to be launching in the next couple of months. So, and there'll be free resources as well as, you know, obviously a program that you can invest in and get more support. But yeah, don't give up. Make a change, you know, take a step, put some energy into making a change. Your life is worth it. Clara, thank you once again for joining us and sharing your experience and your perspectives with our listeners. Thank you once again. Thank you, Tim. 
And that is all the time we have on this episode of Job Search Guide. Once again, thanking Clara Chorley, the founder and CEO of Clarity Unlimited, to come on and share her expertise and her perspectives on job seeking. If you'd like to get in touch with us about this show or any of our episodes, send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com, or you can find us on Twitter at the LJN. And feel free to check out all of our episodes on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.